The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Let's do it, guys. Big news in the world this week. You ready? All right, ready? I am back and better than ever. Hey, we're back. All right, listen for it in three, awesome. two, this I love, one. Wow! It's 2016, and we're back and bigger than ever. Welcome back to the revolution with Jim and Trev, presented by Outdoor Channel. You gotta fight for your right to Yes, who's back? <laughs> Ice fishing. The guys are back. Trav and Bonnie. What are you looking at? Master Jim. <laughs> we are back. Mrs. Bonnie. What's up, guys? You are back, too. It is 2016. It's getting late. Holla at your boy. You know, actually, my New Year's resolution, you look at me like, what? Uh, one of my New Year's re- actually, my only New Year's resolution, and uh-huh. so far I've killed it, um, is to not have... A New Year's resolution. Uh-oh. No, and I've done really well. Have no goals. I have no <laughs> goals. Absolutely no goals for 2016. Or aspirations. No aspirations. I am just living day by day in 2016, and so far it is really working for me. Yeah, I heard you didn't get the present that you wanted for your truck. A new uh, grill. A new grill guard? Yeah. No, I'm going to go shopping at Cabela's later. <laughs> um. All right, so we are Frosty Fishing on today's show. We are. Did you know that? I, I I do now. He knows that now. And so... Uh, My teleprompter's not working. Your telecompter? <laughs> so, no, pretty cool, though. For 2016, we are Frosty Fishing on today's show. We're going to be joined by Dave Mercer. We've never had Dave on. Never had him. And he's a Canadian. Don't like the Canadians. Like Dave, though. Dave Mercer's Facts of Fishing. The show makes you watch it Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Plus, J.P. DeRose. And you know Another what Canadian. Every rose so I'm going to sing that to him. Oh. I bet he's going to like it. Uh, Breaking Boundaries with J.P. DeRose. Friday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, WFN. Make sure you watch that as well. We're also going to have Cat Daddy. I think we're doing a doubleheader with Dave, though. Dave Mercer. Yeah. Um, Predator Pulse with Jeff Nemnick, his two-time world champion, Coyote Collar. And uh, Mrs. Bunny, you're here. What are you going to be talking about? I got some ice fishing tips for beginners. All right, these ice fishing tips with Mrs. Bunny, they're brought to you by Nissan. <laughs> Mrs. Bunny is the OG of ice fishing. Yeah, she makes Elsa look like a chump. And she's brought to you by Nissan. Elsa is a chump. That chick needs to let it go. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so Mrs. Bunny. I like Olaf, though. Olaf. Olaf. (laughs) That was his brother. He likes Olaf. (laughs) Alright, Mrs. Bunny, take it away. Okay, so uh, ice fishing for beginners. Starting on the ice, it's not an expensive thing. No. Um, Make sure there's ice, though. That's right. So, some basic things that you're going to need. Basic ice fishing equipment and tools. You need a rod reel combination, an ice auger, some jigs and bait. And then, um, if you've been out a few times and you like it, you might want to consider getting a portable ice fishing shelter to add to your stash of gear. Okay? You've kind of pointed out the obvious. It's like, exactly. for well, the day, what do you need? Uh, pants, maybe. Ice fishing <laughs> right? for dummies, I guess. Okay, so, uh, as far as your um, tools go, your rod yeah. reel combination, uh, check out the Frayville 24-inch ultralight panfish popper plus ice Ooh. combo. Ooh, uh, that sounds cool. It's easy to use. It's got a spring bobber. Uh, if your budget allows, purchase two different combinations. Uh, the reels are ultralight, and they can be used during open water times of year. So uh, 
A couple different things for you there. Uh, next, your auger. Essential tool. You can either get a um, gas powered, gas powered, which yes. gets the job done much quicker, or you can do a hand model. Now, no. if you're a newbie and you don't know if you're going to like it, I probably wouldn't suggest dropping hundreds of dollars on a uh, gas powered one. Can I can I tell you what I did one time? Yeah, I went out ice fishing, and and this was before the augers was. We had ice spuds. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, and so I went out there and uh, didn't hold on to it, and it's now in about eighty feet of water. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, we on also, the bottom. We do have a new rule in the studio, though. What's that? Before you speak, you must raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I do that anyhow, but nobody ever recognizes me. But the thing is, you could find numerous uses for an, an ice auger. auger. You know, want yeah, to drill some post holes. Post holes. <laughs> I mean, you know, bury something in the backyard. All right, wait. So, ice auger. The other thing is about the ice auger that if you look on a clam corp, you can get different conversion kits where you can actually attach it to your power drill. Yep. And you might not have to spend as much money as you would if you were buying. Yeah, you it. can hold that big motor up drilling a sixty no, inch hole. If you've got like a good uh, twenty volt, like the lithium. Uh-huh. Like the Dewalt, man, you could, I mean, obviously you couldn't drill a very big hole. No, but it'll get the job done. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you could, I mean, you're not going to want to drill through two feet of ice. No. I mean, yeah. that might be kind of tough, but no, that's a great idea and cost effective as well. Exactly. Okay. So we have a rod, we have an auger, and now another essential tool. Beer. A stool to sit on. No. Yeah. You're Which gonna the want, cooler could be. Exactly. You're going to want a place beer. to Dual put. purpose. Place to yeah. put your butt. Okay. So there's a lot of different ones. Fraybill has a combination bucket called the sit and fish. It's got an area for your bait and some tackle. It's multifunctional product has a padded um, foam snap seat on the lid and then beverage holders on the inside of the bucket. So it's kind of got everything you need right there. So a place to sit your hiney down. Um, when it comes to fishing lures, you kind of stick to the basics. If you're a beginner, you need to have an assortment of sizes that you can switch up when the action gets slow. But wax worms are a great all around bait to have, uh, as well as some like a Berkeley power bait, um, things like that. Just keep it kind of simple. Now, if you have a Yeti cooler, I just looked it up. They make specific seat cushions to go on top of their coolers. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, Yetis are, Yetis are great. Yetis, I love Yetis. Yeah, um, the Yeti stomp. Yeti, Yeti, Yeti <laughs> on the backyard again. Yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. <laughs> if you don't know the Yeti stomp, you are year. nobody. <laughs> uh, so maybe the uh, absolute essential piece of gear that you have when ice fishing is um, what you are wearing, because that kind of kind of kind of dictate how long you can be out there and how much you actually enjoy your stay out there. So you need to have warm clothing uh-huh. that includes a good pair of gloves. If you get onto uh, Clam Corp, like I was talking about earlier, I think it's clamoutdoors.com. They ice have, armor. Yes, they have ice armor. They've got great warm gear that you can uh, get um, base layers as well as rain layers and parkas and all sorts of stuff and uh, keep you really, really warm and you'll actually enjoy your uh, your ice fishing stay, which to yeah, be you, honest. You'll actually look like the, uh, uh, what, what's that tire company? The Michelin, Michelin man? Michelin. You look <laughs> yeah. like the Michelin man because I have ice armor and I have all of the layers. And once I get it all on, I can't move. I've heard the yeah. story so many times when you were like bobsledding <laughs> with a Jamaican team. And it was like was. 80 below. <laughs> it was 80 below. And you were so hot, you unzipped it and your bare chest was hanging out. And that's when you froze your nipples off. <laughs> You've heard that story? <laughs> yeah, like a bunch. I didn't think I told anyone. I was there. Remember that? And I was What's actually. What's your job? Gathering nipples. When you were doing that, I was fishing with Bill Clinton. <laughs> and so we were having a great time cheating on our wives. Sorry, buddy. But I was with Bill. I think we got derailed here. <laughs> okay. right, so I'm actually on their website right now, clamoutdoors.com. If you want to have a decent time, if you if this is a sport you actually want to stay in, you need to actually invest in some be decent clothing. Prepared. Yeah, because yeah. that's going to be uh, like an essential thing for you. You got it! Fight for your right to ice fish.
Irish. No one do I was I was grasping you were for someone. Me. I looked at everybody. Yes. I was alone. That's what it feels like <laughs> when you're out there on the ice and you. <laughs> All right, Frosty Fishing on today's show. Dave Mercer. Uh, coming up next. Thank God he's coming up next and Bunny's getting out of here. See you later, guys. Not nice, lady. All right, big shout out to Outdoor Channel, OutdoorChannel.com forward slash Revolution. Uh, Nissan, NissanUSA.com. Cabela's. World's Romance Outfitter at Cabela's.com. Remington. Remington.com. High Mountain Seasonings. H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Oh, Silencer Shop. Make sure you check them out. SilencerShop.com. Wonderful people. Got to get to a break. Here is a word from Master P. Uh, Dave Mercer, Facts of Fishing, the show coming up next Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. I'll be back later, guys. All righty. We'll return right after this. Bigger, better, smarter. Well, two out of three resolutions ain't bad. Stay right there. More Revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after this. Less sticks in the game are back for the most intense bass tournament on the water. There is God. Get in the boat. 24 will start. Only six will advance. Daughter. When you're at the top of your game, you like those odds. This guy's I can't believe that these guys are catching this fast. Four tracker update. Four tracker update. Four tracker update. Way too close for comfort. Get him sweating a little bit more. Cut the tension with a knife. Oh my gosh, we needed that. Major League Fishing's Geico Selects kicks off Saturday at 2 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. This is the sound of the Cummins V8 turbo diesel in the new 2016 Nissan Titan XD. This is the sound of the Titan flexing its 310 horsepower muscle. And its gooseneck hitch hooking up a massive trailer. This is the Titan's 550 pound feet of torque, effortlessly towing over 12,000 pounds of boats, horse, pipeline, or RV. This is the sound inside the Titan's luxurious cabin as the six-speed transmission puts the power to the road and the fully boxed steel frame gives a smooth, solid ride. This is the sound of the Titan XD being named 2015 Truck of Texas by the Texas Auto Riders Association. And this is you opening the window for some real music from that Cummins diesel. That is the sound of the new Nissan Titan XD, the every-duty truck. Nissan, innovation that excites. Tow package and Cummins diesel engine are available features. See Nissan Towing Guide and Owner's Manual for proper use. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and distribution. Always secure all cargo. It's 2016, and we're back and bigger than ever. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev, presented by Outdoor Channel. Hello. It's Trap. I was wondering if you would want to go ice fishing. Do you want to go? I do, but Adele, puberty was hard on you. <laughs> Adele now has a mustache. All right, so <laughs> and a beard. Frosty fishing on today's show. Before the break, hey, we heard Mrs. Bunny and she yeah. was talking about ice fishing again. She's always talking about ice fishing. Yeah, I- you send her on the ice to check the thickness. Hey, she's good at that. All right, so check this out though: the 16th annual Outdoor Sportsman Awards. They are going to be taking place Thursday, January 21st at the Venetian. But it's going to be a live feed. Yeah, uh, second 
here and roll. They're actually going to live stream this at www.outdoorchannel.com forward slash Outdoor Sportsman Awards. You can see all the people you voted on for fan favorite, best show. Uh, you best like every design. one of them. There. There's some you like more. But I hope Dave wins. That's our next guest. Dave Mercer. Dave Mercer, what a guy. Dave Mercer's facts of He King. likes Molson Golden. The show, okay. Sunday's 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, Jimbo and I were actually talking, Dave. It was in-depth, too. You've got the Insane Clown Posse. They have the Juggalos. You have One Direction, the Directioners, uh, Bieber, the Believers. But, Dave, you have the Mercenaries. The Mercenaries, man. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I mean, you know, people ask, do, do, do you have fans or groupies in the fishing world? And and it's always a weird question to answer. I mean, we, you know, there's people that follow it, and I would yeah. never think anybody be a fan of me or any fisherman. But the weird thing is, the one thing I can confirm is that if you're going to get into the fishing show world, and if you do get lucky enough to have fans or groupies, they're not going to be the groupies you expected. I yeah. mean, when I was a little kid, I mean, you think of groupies, you think of groupies. <laughs> but most of my groupies wear plaid jackets and smoke a pipe. So. <laughs> you say pipe, we say bong. Uh, now, Dave Mercer's Facts of Fishing, the show Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on uh, Outdoor Channel. All right, so Mr. Dave, uh, oh, by the way, who who took the title on the Cartmaster Classic? I'm I'm surprised you're even asking this. If you look at any other major sports reporting <laughs> site, I'm sure they're reporting on it because it was probably one of the most historic events in angling. I would say. Oh yeah. Um, uh, but it, it was it was one of the most triumphant last minute. Uh, victories, And if you didn't see the show this weekend, you need to tune in in 13 weeks when it repeats because uh, Gerald Swindle, who is, is one of the best bass anglers in the world, me yeah. and him, set it up, Cartmaster Classic, he totally caved my skull in for <laughs> most of the show. Um, and, and it ends in... We were kind of as a team, but we both wanted to win, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Big Fish wins it. Yeah. So he gets this Big Fish on at the end, and he's already leading with a 25-pounder. He gets oh. the Big Fish on, and it's wrapped up in line because a lot of people carp fish where we're carp fishing. Yeah. And uh, so he can't move the fish, but the fish isn't getting off. So I said, said I- I'm going to go in and get your fish. So I took off the mic and jumped and swam out <laughs> in, into the St. Lawrence River. Which, when you get out there, you realize the current's a lot stronger than you thought. Yeah. And then on top of that, we had these three brothers, the Carp Brothers, helping us out. Basically, they're the Kevin Van Dam of Carp Fish. <laughs> and, and they came with beepers and buzzers and all this cool stuff for carp fishing. But they had a special giant carp net. So I bring this special giant carp net out into the current to net Gerald's fish. Oh, wow. And, and, and and I realized when I was out there treading water um, that this net was specifically designed where a lot of nets will float. This net had weight in it to sink to get under the fish, <laughs> which made it even more troublesome to swim out there. I net swindles fish. I'm bringing it back in. And it's not going to be, we thought it was bigger, but it's not going to beat the 25 pounds. But whatever, I'm thinking in my head, hey, this is going to be the great ending to a show. Yeah. Well, as I'm handing him off his fish in the net, still in the water, still in about five feet of water, the other rod goes off. Oh! One of the carp brothers throws it to me. I grab the rod. I fight the fish in the water, weigh a 29-pounder in at the oh, last 29? minute, and win. The Carp Master Class. Oh! Holy cow. That was the Mercer pontoon that you fished off from. Fitting for a king. There's actually a whole Wikipedia page about it now. Is it really? You can find all that stuff online. <laughs>
Uh, now, you actually, direct quote from you, and I love this. I'm not a proud man. I just want something to pull on my line. And yeah. I, I think that it is great because you have, like, the bass. They're, like, the elitist group, or you have the snotty trout fishermen. At the end of the day, aren't we all just anglers, Dave? 100%. And that is one of the things, honestly, that's driven me crazy for years. Like, yeah. How people are like that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You go to one country where carp is king, and yeah. then you come here. and Trash like, fish. Uh, it's a trash fish. Why would you catch that? Yeah. I'll tell you why I caught it, because it bit, and it was really <laughs> cool. It off a lot of line. It was fun. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, and I really wish, honestly, in all seriousness, I wish people would embrace that, because think about it. You want to get people into fishing. I mean, there's there's groups that they get together and have big meetings with pie charts and all sorts of stuff on how we need to get more kids fishing. Yeah. Well, there's no easier way to get kids fishing than have them catch a fish. And yeah. carp are easily available to everybody um, all across the country. So why not go out and have fun? Because that and the cool thing is you can do it from shore. Which if you're taking a kid fishing, there's no better place to take them than from shore. You take them out in the boat. For eight ten hours, they can get bored, but on shore they can play catch. They can do it's it's just a a great thing for anybody to do. And if an idiot like me can do it and <laughs> win the Car Master Classic, anybody can. Yeah, well, you know, really, carp fishing is becoming more popular. You go up into the Great Lakes, and uh, and they actually sight cast for carp out there in Lake Michigan. And then, of course, uh, we're just a stone's throw from Denver. And carp fishing with a fly rod is becoming really, really popular out there. You know, it's cool to see people embracing it. Um, and I wish more people would. Um, because I'll be honest, when we first, we did not tell Swindle what show we were shooting. He was scheduled to shoot that day. He was fishing a tournament the day before, and it was the Monday after a tournament. And I said, don't worry, I'm cooking up something special for you. <laughs> and when I first told him that we were fishing for carp, he kind of made like a sad face. Oh. Like, a little bum. <laughs> but afterwards, he said that this was so much fun because it really is, every one of us has a different reason we got into the sport of fishing. But all of us have one thing in common. We went out, we got in touch with nature, and we had fun. And that is exactly what that type of fishing is all about. I mean, you can relax on a chair, you could eat, play backgammon, do whatever you want. <laughs> Gerald needs to do a maintenance wipe on his countenance, you know what I'm saying? This <laughs> is right, so Dave Mercer's Facts of Fishing, the show, Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, Mr. Dave, got to get to a break. Would you mind sticking around for a, a, a doubleheader, man? I would love to. All right, it's been brought to you by Outdoor Channel, also Nissan and Remington. Got to get to a break. We will return with Dave Mercer. Don't go anywhere. With Jim and Trev, bigger and better in 2016. Stay tuned. More revolution coming up right after this. When people and animals collide, things are never simple. What's going on here? In this wildlife-human conflict, I'm often called in to seek out the truth. No camera, no camera. To find out what's really happening on the front line. This specific group of people has got to be stopped. It's going to be a bad couple of hours to be a poacher right now. 
My name is Ivan Carter, hunter, conservationist, and wildlife investigator. Carter's War, all new series Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor Channel. Hey, Jim and Trav here, and we just bought a silencer from the silencer shop. Yes, we did. It was a pretty amazing experience, wasn't it? How'd we do it? Well, we just went to silencershop.com, followed the instructions, which you do not do well. Not very well. We purchased the silencer, and they took care of the rest. And then our local Powered by Silencer Shop dealer... Called us when the silencer arrived. Boom, done deal. Here's a fact, though. A silencer is an important accessory that offers added hearing protection and greater shooting accuracy as well. Yeah, and it's great for hunters and those who want to enjoy more social interaction during shooting sports. And you are so sociable. I am. All right, so visit silencershop.com today to find a dealer powered by Silencer Shop near you. That is silencershop.com. The world's most innovative firearms manufacturer now masters the air gun. Break Barrel Power delivers a 1300 FPF message with a 22.9 foot pound punch. In your choice of five scoped rifles, many with today's top features. Paired with Remington air gun ammo and targets, the excitement never stops and your range never closes. Welcome back to the revolution in 2016. Trav is super excited about his brand new hoverboard he got for Christmas. In a related story, Trav will be out for the next six to eight weeks. Now, back to the revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard from part one of old Dave Mercer. Of course, he's out of Canada, has a great show on Outdoor Channel. Yeah, it is called Dave Mercer's Facts of Fishing, the show. Sunday's 11 a.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. We want to mention, though, remember that whole Verizon Fios debacle where they dropped Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel. Who cares anymore? We don't even like Thanks that to Xfinity. Xfinity. Uh, they have stepped up Good to the folks. plate. Just call them 855-339-6117 or just go to KeepMyOutdoorTV.com and you can find other providers in your area that carry Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, WFN. That's right. All that good stuff. All right, so just now, once again, be joined by Dave Mercer. This is the second part of our doubleheader with him. Make sure you watch Facts of Fishing, the show, Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. All right, so Dave, if you only had one species of fish to go after, Jimbo would go after smelt, right? I would go after smelt. Uh, um, what would it be? What would be the one species you would go after the rest of your life and why? The smelt is right up there. <laughs> well, you um, be from the Great Lakes area, you know. <laughs> Dipping um, in the spring was always fun. <laughs> it is fun. It is fun. Um, if I had to pick one species, I would be honest, it, it would probably be a bass. And, really? And there, there's a reason behind that. Um, obviously, growing up as a tournament fisherman, that was kind of the species that I targeted most. But I find that the bass game, that what excites me about it most is there's more intricacies. There's more different techniques. There's, uh, it, it's got more of a hunting feeling. Uh, mm-hmm. So if I had to pick one, one species to fish for, if they said you can only fish for one for the rest of your life, it would be a bass. And I'd have a really hard time choosing whether to do smallmouth or largemouth, but either or works for me. Yeah. Now, we uh, we alluded to the fact that in the colder climes, uh, the fish are pretty lethargic this time of the year. Of course, you do that uh, low and slow, maybe a jig and pig or something like that. Are there any specific baits that you use besides a jig and pig this time of year? Uh, this time of year, one of the best baits is a jig and spoon. Uh, any kind of jig and spoon, that, you know, whether it's a, the big jig and spoons that you're seeing down in Texas or, uh, you know, smaller stuff, um, like a 
tungsten BPS spoon or something that you, that you see a lot in the Great Lakes, uh, a jigging spoon is an incredibly good way to fish in the cold weather because remember that target is smaller that, you know, the fish are grouped together. They're locked into one area. So that vertical presentation that you can just drop right in their head when you're marking those fish in your graph works incredibly well. Mm-hmm. Dave Mercer's Facts of Fishing, the show, Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, Mr. Dave, before we go on with this, buddy, to find out more about you, hook up with you on Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff, man. Where Websites. We, yeah, where can we find you online? Well, our website's factsoffishing.com. You can follow me uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, at, at Facts of Fishing. On Facebook, we're Dave Mercer's Facts of Fishing. There's a bit of a pattern developing there. <laughs> if you search Facts of Fishing, chances are you'll find me. If you don't find me and you find someone else, Please find me and tell me so we can sue them. (laughs) (laughs) That's handy to know. Now, let's talk. You're talking about second guessing yourself. A lot of anglers do. Um, You've been around a long time. You're around a lot of professional anglers, too. What do you see is some of the most common mistakes that people make? Even pros. I mean, let's face it. Even Kevin Van Dam. They slip up. They do. Okay. They second guess themselves. What, what are some things that we should try to avoid as anglers uh, when we head out, buddy? I think the biggest thing that I see happening in tournaments or I see happening when people are fun fishing is by second-guessing themselves, history can be the worst. I mean, you yeah. see a lot of people, and we've all been in that situation, whether you're fishing a tournament or you're just trying to beat your buddy on a Tuesday night, um, where you start thinking, well, I caught him back here, I caught him back there. And, and you start thinking about casts, 10, 20, 30 casts from now when you're going to move spots. One of the best things that I've seen, whether it's Kevin Van Dam, Aaron Martins, it doesn't matter. The top pros in their top of their game, every single cast matters. And, and they're not thinking about the next cast when they're bringing one in. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's They focus on that cast. And, on the now. And they focus, you know, because honestly, it doesn't matter to think about getting a five-fish limit until you've caught the first one. So yeah. try to catch the first one and learn from it. Um, every single fish you encounter, whether you lose the side of the boat or you bring it in, you can learn something from it. The first thing you need to do is is, is think about what you did when you hooked that fish. Uh, as soon as I hook a fish, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to look at my grass and I'm going to, you know, see what depth I'm in. I might look at the shore to triangulate and see where I'm pointing because what happens all the time and you know you've seen it everybody's seen it you're out fishing your buddy catches a fish puts it in the boat does a seminar and tells you why you suck and he's great but by that (laughs) point you have drifted a hundred yards away from where you caught the fish and you think they've stopped biting no you left them yeah if you catch one you will catch another but you have to build on that by taking those little pieces of information you get from that experience. It's no different than another sport. You know, when you start hitting the golf ball straight, duplicate what you did, and you might hit it straight again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, we've been talking with Dave Mercer, and of course, this guy has a brand new program. Actually, it's not brand new, but it's a great program on Outdoor Channel. It's like new to me. Facts of Fishing, the show, Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Actually, coming up to a break, man, to find out more about you, Dave, uh, get more tips, just follow you, dude. Be a mercenary. That's right. Where can we find you online? One more time, buddy. Factsofishing.com and on Twitter and uh, Instagram uh, at Factsofishing. Yeah, one last question. How many times have you woken up in the morning and said, thank God I am not Mark Zona? 
uh, most mornings. <laughs> actually, actually, I'll be honest. My next life, I want to come back. Is Mark, so. yeah. He's hot, Mark himself. <laughs> yeah. well, this has gone strange. <laughs> gotta be honest. We thought you Canadians were cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave Mercer, one more time, back to fishing. The show Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Mr. Dave, man, you are such a great guy. God bless you. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Thank you guys very much. And even if you don't watch the show, put it on that channel at that time because I need all the help I can get. <laughs> hey, Chivo it. Hey, Color Mix, we get old J.P. DeRose. And, of course, he has a program called Breaking Boundaries. It's on uh, Fridays at 6.30 on World Fishing Network. That's right, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, WFN. We like them. All right, coming up after the break, you already said that part, but right now, we've got Miss Bunny and the Marcus. Mark, don't go anywhere. We will return right after this. Start the clock. It's 30 seconds. It's Mrs. Bunny versus the ice. And it's brought to you by Nissan. Ice fishing facts. New ice is usually stronger than old ice. Four inches of clear, newly formed ice may support one person on foot, while a foot or more of old, partially thawed ice may not. So here are some guidelines to follow for new clear ice only. If there are two inches or less, stay off. If there are four inches of ice, ice fishing or other activities should be done on foot only. If there are five inches of ice, you can use a snowmobile or ATV with caution. Eight to 12 inches, if need be, a car or small pickup can be supported. And if there's 12 to 15 inches of ice or more, using caution and making sure the conditions are right, a medium truck can be taken onto the ice. Have fun and stay safe. This is Mrs. Bunny. See you next week. There's this thing called Facebook. Hit up the boys on Facebook. Also at JimandTrav.com. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will be right back. Being a team and a family is pretty much the same thing. We're always on each other's side. We're always there to back each other up. You want me to work the whole day? This is a family no one can refuse. I could see the steam coming out of them. Everything is for sale. Running the greatest gun shop in the West. Love the smell of walnut in the morning. Custom guns. Let's remain friends after all this. Uncustomary family. I wouldn't trade places with anybody. The Gunfather. Outdoor Channel Original Series. Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Best place to hunt giant mule deer is Colorado. So plan your dream hunt by purchasing Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls today at www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome to a new year. Happy New Year! Too bad our resolutions are already broken. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev, presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back. Before the break, we heard a two-parter from old Dave Mercer. Boy, some great stuff about uh, winter fishing. Yeah, make sure you watch Dave Mercer's Facts of Fishing, the show, Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. But we're talking about frosty fishing, right? It's cold stuff. Every rose has its own. 
<laughs> JP's like, you're an Those idiot. Those roses, right? <laughs> I appreciate the effort. I <laughs> that is JP DeRose. Make sure you watch JP DeRose's Breaking Boundaries. Sorry about that. WFN Friday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. JP, how's it going, man? Uh, it's going fantastic, guys. How are you? Oh, pretty good after I got that out. Yeah, All right, you're so, up in that land of cold. Land of cold, but it hasn't been cold. Strange. No, no, it has not. It was colder in Texas last week than it was in Canada. <laughs> oh, wow. All right, but let's talk uh, about cold weather fishing, and let's talk about outfitting being anglers. Being prepared. Because let's face it, man, you get out there, and if you're not ready for what Mother Nature's going to dish at you, you're going to have a crap day. Yeah, you know, for us, we fish all winter long. I fish the Niagara River through January and February. Oh, wow. And it could be as cold as 24 degrees, 22 degrees in the morning when you head out there. So uh, the most important thing for anybody who's going to attempt going out in cold weather is uh, knowing how to layer themselves properly. And that's that it truly is staying warm, keeping the core temperature warm and the extremities warm, so your hands, your feet, and your head. Mm. Uh, that's going to make you enjoy your day on the water. Because as soon as you get that chill... I don't care how many times guys say I'm really cold until I catch a fish and then I'm not cold anymore. I call bull. You're cold. <laughs> but if you're cold, you are cold for the rest of the day. So uh, I always tell people if you're going to go in cold weather, you want a layer. Mm. You want to be able to get a moisture wicking layer on the base of what you're wearing. So whether it's, you know, don't wear cotton. That's the one thing I tell people because cotton will make you sweat. It holds moisture in. It's horrible because as soon as you sweat and your feet are wet or your hands are wet or your body starts getting wet, it makes you colder. So good polypropylene base layers. Uh, you got to make sure you wear multiple layers. I wear a lot of sweaters. Hooded sweaters are great for the winter time. Wool is an awesome layer. And then the most important thing is to keep the wind out of you. And that, you know, you need a, a top layer that's a shell or whatever else you're going to be wearing that is going to stop wind and or rain. Because if you let the wind through, I don't care how many good layers you have on, it's going to chill you right to the bone. So. Yeah. Well, you know, in, in, in talking about the various layers, I mean, you could go with, uh, you know, 10 or 15 different uh, manufacturers. You know, Under Armour is one of them for the base layer and so forth. But uh, what are some of the um, uh, manufacturers that you use? Under Armour has been a big one for me. I mean, I've, I've used it since I've been ice. I used to guide ice fishing. So you want to talk about days on the, on the water where you're up at 4 a.m. and walking across a frozen lake. Uh, Under Armour has been a great one. And those tight, you know, they look ridiculous on guys, especially my size. Uh, you don't want to go out in just the base layer. Trust me. But, you know, having that tight to the body base layer, then starting to add your fleece and your micro fleece and then your sweaters and Under Armour hooded sweaters and stuff like that is a great way to keep all that heat inside, keep you mobile. The nice part about it is today's technology is not like the days of old where you got to wear the big bulky stuff. The new base layers are super thin. Uh, they keep your heat in, and they're phenomenal to wear. And the nice thing is if you do get a day that starts off super cold but ends up kind of nice midway through, you can peel a layer or two off and still be comfortable. Yeah. Now, uh, J.P. DeRose makes you watch Breaking Boundaries on WFN. That is Friday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, once again, WFN. Now, J.P., before we go on with this, buddy, to find out more about you, possibly the products you use, buddy, uh, where can we find you online? Well, online, I'm on Facebook. Uh, I do a lot of Instagram stuff. Uh, JP DeRose, but it's D-E space R-O-S-E on Facebook. Uh, I do a lot of stuff on that. Obviously, a website, jpderose.com. But uh, mostly, you'll see me the most on World Fishing Network doing a bunch of interstitials and pro talks and stuff like that where we give, you know, a lot of valuable tips out to anglers every day. Now, how many ti- how many holes will you drill in a day? I mean, when do you need to know to pack it up and to move on to drill another hole 
Um, if you want to be successful, I would think you, you got to stay on the move, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the biggest problem is guys will drill the one hole and sit there and wait for the fish to come to them. And, you know, when I was doing a lot of it, uh, we, we formed an X pattern of drilling. So I would drill, you know, 20 holes in a straight line and space them out 15 to 20 feet apart and then make an X pattern, do another 20 going the other way. Wow. And what that allows you to do is you start in the center and if you're on fish and they move on you, you got to figure out which way they're going. So you kind of use that X pattern to follow them. Yeah. And, you know, as you're going and the fish keep moving away from you, you have someone else go ahead of you and keep drilling holes. Because really, if you want to be successfully catching all the time, you have to stay mobile. You really yeah. do. And on a day, I've drilled, you know, upwards of 150 holes in a day. And Holy believe cow. me, that's not all by hand. That's using a gas-powered auger because... I would have no shoulders or rotator cuffs left without doing it all my head. <laughs> all right, so J.P. DeRose, Breaking Boundaries, Friday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on WFN. Coming up to a break, Mr. J.P., one more time to find out more about you. Get some great tips like this, buddy. Where can we find you online? Uh, you got to head online. you got to head to worldfishingnetwork.com. We've got a ton of great information up there from a bunch of experts, and I'm one of them that gives it. So uh, that would be the easiest place. And the second would be Facebook on my J.P. DeRose fan page. You bet. Hey, that was J.P. DeRose, and of course, CS program called Breaking Boundaries. It's Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on the World Fishing Network. WFN, big shout out to WFN. Also Outdoor Channel, Remington and Nissan, plus a silencer shop. Coming up next, Jeff Demnick, Prairie Falls Cat Daddy. I knew that. Uh, anyways. All right, we're talking frosty fishing. Uh, Mr. JP, man, it is so awesome having you on. Appreciate it. Canada representing, I guess. <laughs> uh, thanks so much, man. Have a Molson for me. You too, boys. Have a great one. You lost me at the bakery. <laughs> Trev. Dog in a little loop. <laughs> Mrs. Bunny. I'm good. How are you? You are hot, Mrs. Bunny. We're all in danger. Kicking ass in 2016. This is the revolution with Jim and Trev. More next. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto-ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon. Enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Predator Pulse with J. 
Jeff Nimnick. It's informative. It's gripping. It's the revolution. Hi, folks, and welcome to this week's segment of the Predator Pulse. I'm your host, world champion and Coyote Craze founder, Jeff Nimnick. Now, in this episode, we're going to take a look at scent control while coyote hunting. 20 years ago, when I started coyote hunting, it didn't take me long to figure out that coyotes had great noses and they loved to use them. After being sniffed out by multiple coyotes and failing to get quality shots at them, I decided we needed to do something different to keep the coyotes from smelling us. So I proceeded down to the local sporting goods store and bought a bottle of fox urine that trappers used. My goal? To spray ourselves down the next time we went out coyote hunting in order to keep the coyotes from smelling our human odor. So as planned, the next morning my buddy and I proceeded to spray each other down with fox urine before we headed into the first stand of the morning. Much to our disgust, not a single coyote responded to the call, and we packed up and headed back to the truck. Now, it wasn't until we loaded our gear, sat in the truck, closed the doors, that we realized how bad we'd really screwed up. There's nothing quite like riding around in a pickup all morning with the windows down and dry heaving every other minute because the stench of fox urine is so bad. Lesson learned. After that, I proceeded to try scent killers, but always got the same outcome. Coyotes would make it downwind of my position, and off they would run. So, through trial and error, I finally realized you're never going to beat the nose of a coyote. It's just too great of a weapon. So from that point on, I understood what a coyote was trying to accomplish, which was to get directly downwind of whatever it is that was making that sound, and I also realized that I needed to adjust my setups accordingly so that I could get that coyote killed before they got to that point. If you only take away one thing from this segment, let it be that you will never outsmart the nose of a coyote. For example, a canine drug dog can sniff out a pound of cocaine wrapped in cellophane and submerged and sealed in a 55-gallon barrel of diesel fuel. That's how good a canine's nose is. Using cover scents or scent killers only gives you a false sense of security and makes you complacent on properly setting up with the wind in a favorable direction. Well, that wraps up the segment for this week, but I'd like to thank you for listening, and if you'd like any more tips and tactics on thumping coyotes, be sure and check out the Predator Pulse page at DrivenTrav.com or my website, CoyoteCraze.com. So until next time, get off the couch and get out there, because the coyotes won't kill themselves. Want more Predator Pulse? Visit JimandTrav.com for audio highlights, articles, picks, and info on the original death dealer, Jeff Nimnick. You'll find it all at JimandTrav.com. Now, back to the frosty fishing. That's presented by Outdoor Channel. So you know what you could do? What's that? You could use the heads and and some of the intros from the cats you catch and use it for baiting coyotes. Yeah, you could. You really. could do that. They'll eat anything. Wasn't that a They're great omnivorous. a great segue it from was. Jeff now to Cat Daddy? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Hey, before the break, we heard from old uh, JP DeRose. And of course, he has a program called uh, Breaking Boundaries. Breaking Boundaries is hard for me to read. Uh, Fridays at 8.30 Eastern Time on World Fishing Network. But there's a better time at 6.30. That's a 6. But you know what? <laughs> Sixes and eights, they all look the same. That they do. They all look Especially the same. Especially out of these eyes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so just now being joined by Cat Daddy, uh, we are Frosty Fishing on the today's Kansas show. Kansas Catman. The Kansas Catman. Now, you know cold weather fishing, you like hot cocoa, but you spike it. I know you spike your hot cocoa. Kahula. Kahlua. Kahlua. <laughs> there you go. I, Damn, I know I had too much of that already. <laughs> oh, I say Kahula when I drink it. After he drinks it. It gives me the Kahulas. Kahula, Kahula. <laughs> and then I tickle the Kansas cat man. Um, anyways, that was weird. Now, blue cats. 
This cold weather, they got to be just uh, moving and shaking, as Jimbo would say. Man, they ain't even put their winter jacket on yet. What? It ain't yeah. cold enough? Yeah, they ain't even got a cold temp yet, man. They're, they're loving that water right now. All right, so you're you're out there, and of course, it's pretty doggone cold. We talked. It that, is chilly. Yeah, and we, of course, you like ice armor clothing, and I have uh, probably the same outfit you do, and we probably share it. But nevertheless, oh, yeah. you, you got to stay warm when you're out there, whether you're on a boat or you're standing on the ice. But the fact of the matter is, right now, what the heck would you use for bait? Oh, man. You know, you know, you were talking about how to uh, ask me if there's any uh, water open, you know, and I told you, yeah, of course. But, you know, you get to the smaller, you know, the smaller area lakes, I mean, real small. You can go out there right now on a good south wind and hit that shoreline, and, you know, the shad are everywhere. Really? Man, it's time to pick the shad up again already. Oh, huh? wow. Yeah. Oh man, you know sheds. Uh, you know you go buy a gut uh, a, a gut jar full of shed. Shed gets to be probably about full oh, this year. I think they're probably about sixteen dollars a p- uh, pint. Oh wow! Wow! Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Jeez Believe me, beat. buddy. Uh, I can pick up fifty, sixty pints in an hour. That's what I was going to ask you. I mean, we've had some cooler days, but for the most part, I mean, it's been kind of unseasonably warm. Right. Uh, and and we're not having that freeze and thaw. Where, you know, you're getting all that shad and that, that bite really picks up. That's um, it right there, buddy. And, you know, you're on top of it too, Trav, because uh, you got to have all them other things come together, you know, to have that excellent bite. All right, so that was Mr. Cat Daddy. We'll get trip with him. It's going to be the best experience. Where do we find you have CatDaddyGuyServices.com. Got to get to a break. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel, also Nissan and Remington. How about Silencer Shop, too? Oh, we love those. SilencerShop.com. Mr. Cat Daddy, thanks so much, buddy. God, man, I always tell these millions and millions of people there's nothing like the revolution. In 2015, two men took the outdoor world by storm. In 2016, well, it's just getting bigger. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Live it. Live it. Breathe it. Breathe it. Love it. Love it. Buy or bust with Jim and Trav on The Revolution. Brought to you by Cabela's at cabelas.com. It's a special time of the show when we do buy or bust. When Jimbo flaunts his new toys yes, that is. I don't have. Well, you know, over Makes Christmas, since I was such a good guy, Yo. Remington sent me a brand new Versamax synthetic. I'm calling your bluff. That's a 12-gauge shotgun. You were anything but <laughs> a good boy last Well, year. I actually threatened him with the last gun. <laughs> yeah, well, that wasn't nice. All right, so you got the Versamax synthetic. Now, this is a really cool gun. This is the one that I actually want. It, they're claiming it is the most versatile, reliable shotgun on the market. Now, it reliably cycles 12-gauge rounds uh, from two and three quarters all the way up to three and a half magnum. Uh, what are you going to be shooting out there? You're actually taking this. I'm going I'm going to uh, Memphis. The road trip. Yes. Walk Mem- in Memphis. I feel like a Christian. You do. <laughs> all right. Anyhow, uh, flying into Memphis, and then uh, Nissan is picking me up, taking me down to Mississippi, and we're going to be hunting ducks and geese down there in the uh, floodwaters of the Mississippi. Are they going to let you bring any back? Yes, they are. As a matter of right. fact, they promised me that even if I don't hit some, I can bring some back. You'll take somebody they, else's. Well, my, my shooting has preceded myself uh, as far as ability goes. A lot of things to have. Yeah. All right, so this actually includes, I think, five, correct? Flush mount? 
choke tubes. Right. And it goes from like improved to all the way up to, hey, you got them. Exactly. That's <laughs> They've got, hey, got them right there. It's improved <laughs> cylinder, uh, light mod, mod, improved mod, and full. Yeah. That's so generally the five right there. Um, now, this is cool. They and, say, and it though. It comes in a handy-dandy uh, hard-sided carrying case, and that's one I'm going to take on the airplane with me. I'm just going to put a couple of locks on it and go for it. Now, they, they say that the Versaport gas system actually regulates the cycling pressure based on shell length, of course, but to that of a 20-gauge, well, which is incredible. Yeah, I think what happens when you shoot like a low-brass 12-gauge, uh, which you can get to just for like trap loads. And you are low-brass. I am low-brass. Low-brass. Matter of fact, people have to get on their knees and salute me. Low class. <laughs> no. Anyhow, what happens is um, uh, when you shoot that low brass, it yeah. reduces, it takes more gas in, gives you more or less back pressure. I don't know how that whole thing works, but it kicks like a 20 gauge, which is not bad at all. No, I like that. Now, when you get into the heavier stuff, we're talking three inch magnums and three and a half inch. Now which I'll be shooting probably heavy shot. You're going to be shooting heavy shot. You're going to feel that. I will feel it. You do. I won't feel it. Not not here. Why Jesus. Why won't I feel it? Because you're here and I'm there. Because I wasn't invited and I didn't get a Versamax. <laughs> That's correct. Right. That's it. This is a sleek, it's kind of a two kind of sexy. Yeah. It's a cool gun. Hi there. Ugh. That's <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm you're a creepy in a sexy kind of way. When you come back from Memphis on your way to uh, Las Vegas, what? What? Where are you going, duck hunting? You said well, you're flying into Memphis. To Memphis and then down to Mississippi. Where did Las Vegas come in? Well, this? I'll be home two days and then I fly out to Las Vegas well, for four. Anyways, days. when you be home longer than that, Not really? You're coming home on like Saturday. Saturday, and you're leaving the next Monday night. Tuesday. Monday night. You're winking at me. Yes. Because I like you. Anyways. <laughs> Alright, so when you come back though, whenever that is, yes. no one even knows, you're gonna give a full detailed report. On this Versamax and how it works, right? I will. Go check out the Versamax at Remington.com. Also, pick one up today at Cabela's. Cabela's. Cabela's.com. World's foremost outfitter. I got to get to break. This has been Fire Bus. Talked about the Versamax synthetic that Jimbo stole that should have been mine. So Merry Christmas from Remington. Later. All right, we got to get to a break. Peace out. Episode of Buyer Bust on the Revolution with Jim and Trev. Brought to you by Cabela's at Cabela's.com. These two guys also feel a tingling in their shorts, but, but, but for a totally different reason. Thanks for joining us this week on the Revolution with Jim and Trev. Hey, this is a great show this weekend. I never knew so much about ice fishing before. I never knew so much about Canadians until today. All right, big shout out to Dave Mercer, really cool guy. Also, JP DeRose, Mrs. Bunny, Cat Daddy, and Jeff Nimnick. And we want to thank our uh, 444 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer Mark Canary, and Frank the Sun Guy. And a big shout out to all you listeners out there for keeping us on the air. Thank you so much. God bless. Make sure you take. That should be your, your New Year's resolution for 2016. Get some kids out on the water and uh, in the, the woods. Yeah, whatever. Just take them outdoors. Make sure you feed them hot dogs, too. They like that stuff. Cover right. with snow. Local news and weather is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We will return next week. God bless. We love you. Bunny, want to say anything? See you next week, boys. And girl. Peace out. Bye. 
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.